the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let Us Reason, a Christian-Muslim dialogue with host Al Fadi. Let Us Reason is a unique show utilizing theology, apologetics, and evangelism to reach Muslims for Christ by comparing and contrasting Christian and Muslim doctrines. And now, your host, Al Fadi. Well, a great morning uh, to all of you. Uh, what a blessing a weekend indeed, and I pray that uh, you will enjoy this extended weekend. I'm sure some of you, maybe even uh, most of you, will have Monday off, uh, as I do. And um, I mean, I just pray that uh, you will use that time uh, uh, to bless others, a uh, time of reflection, a time of uh, just, uh, you know, appreciating what the Lord does for all of us. And uh, with that in mind, of course, today's show is going to be a little bit unique. It's uh, the show that I do typically once a year to give you kind of like a uh, uh, um, an update uh, or a uh, an overview of how the previous year unfolded ministry-wise. Of course, we're talking about 2022 that just ended. And... Um, I wanted to share with you uh, the, you know, some of the accomplishments that were done in that year. And I want to, of course, thank the Lord for empowering us to be able to do this. I want to thank each and every one of you for praying uh, for us to be able to do this. And I want to uh, also thank many of you who are uh, financial supporters. I want to thank also the churches, the foundations that stood, be, uh, stood behind our video projects, which really require uh, kind of like a, a little bit uh, more uh, funding because of the cost of uh, video productions and uh, editing and also the, uh, to produce the higher quality 4K and beyond videos. In fact, the studio where we do our um, uh, recordings or even live streams uh, at least on average of four to six times a year, depending on the schedule, uh, have state-of-the-art green screens technology, and um, now we don't even have to have any uh, really um, uh, decorations other than maybe a couch, a chair, a table, a, a desk, but then all of the backgrounds behind us are artificial, but they are so real, it's unbelievable. It's similar technology that was used by Oprah Winfrey when she interviewed President Obama, when in fact President Obama wasn't even in the studio. So it shows you the, um, uh, the, the kind of uh, higher quality that we are dealing with. And, and obviously uh, I contribute only a small portion to that cost because the studio does uh, raise funding from other sources as well, even though we partner with them. So I just don't want anyone to think like we're uh, taking all of the money and spending and stuff like that, but it, it just really adds extra value to what we produce. And YouTube loves it, by the way. YouTube, Facebook, they love the higher quality. In fact, they promote it for you if you have a higher quality, which is an added value because that saves us money 
from spending on advertisement. Uh, so, so I just want you to be aware of all of these things. Now, um, 2022, I want to start, of course, by talking about personal things. Uh, 2022 have been an amazing year and have been a challenging year at a personal level. The amazing parts of it is that my son, my oldest son, got married on January 3rd uh, on that year. And uh, what a blessing, because a year earlier he was saved and uh, him and his spouse, um, uh, you know, basically uh, both now know the Lord and uh, uh, they serve the Lord at their local church. And it's amazing. Praise the Lord for that. And of course, we got the news in 2022 also that they were expecting our first grandchild who was born in December. So we praise God for that. What a beautiful uh, story indeed. And, and what a, a, an overwhelming joy, because now uh, you look at that little child and you say, wow, not only I want to leave a legacy behind just uh, for uh, those who are watching our videos and watching our lectures, not only I want to leave a legacy behind for my own children, but now the burden and responsibility is even deeper because you want to leave a legacy behind for your third generation. That's our grandchild in this case, and I pray that they will be blessed with more. So thank you again for many of you who were uh, sending congratulations to us and uh, so on and so forth. Now, another challenge, unfortunately, this was the good news, the wonderful news. The challenge that came in 2022 is that I have a lower back uh, old surgery, almost 40 years old, uh, and that surgery began to get infected uh, for over a year and a half, and it gets infected to the point that not only, of course, it's uh, painful, uh, you know, you cannot really sit on a chair and lean back because it, your back hits the chair and it, it's hurtful, but also, uh, you know, the, the infection drains you because you have to take antibiotics for it. But the wound itself opened and it began to uh, drain and uh, bleed and wouldn't close, will not heal. And it baffled the doctor, it baffled uh, uh, you know, uh, everyone who was uh, trying to evaluate it. And they finally came up with a solution, has to do with injecting artificial uh, graft cells inside the wound to help it uh, pretty much regenerate uh, cells to close. Because they suspected the location of that wound uh, really doesn't have a whole lot of muscle mass anymore. It has a lot of scar tissues, and therefore, technically speaking, the blood supply is very minimal. So in order for that to happen, they had to try it one time, uh, uh, one shot at a time. And that was painful because the shot really will drain you. It will take me about three to four days to recover and regain energy. And then you have to go through a regiment uh, the, to follow certain protocol uh, to be able to avoid any problems that might jeopardize the procedure. And the first try uh, worked just uh, for about uh, maybe uh, healed about 20 to 25 percent of it. Then they did a second one and they did a third one and they did a fourth one. And finally, in November, or at least the end of October, they had to do the big one. Uh, they realized none of these uh, artificial uh, cells worked effectively. Uh, the, the wound healed about 50% only when it should have been closed completely. So they ended up doing a major incision and they inserted physically 
uh, a, an artificial cell or artificial skin graft, I should say, uh, two layers of it, and uh, they had to use uh, sutures. And you can imagine how painful that was. And the suture stayed for eight weeks. Typically, it's about three to four weeks, but they kept it for eight weeks. And then from there, they still removed it, but the wound wasn't completely healed. However, I got the news just recently that the wound is 90% healed. So praise God for that. I can live with that 10%, although the doctor is very hopeful that all of it will be healing in just a matter of time because all indications is that the procedures, the prior ones, and the last one are doing the job. So just prayer for that, that I don't have to do a sixth one because the fifth one, the one with the incision, was the most painful, was the most draining to my energy. I ended up missing a number of appointments, canceling travels. Uh, I pulled back from live stream. In fact, I'm trying to make a comeback to live streams now because it just drains your energy and uh, it takes a toll on you. And not to mention, of course, your body goes nuts whenever you insert something foreign and it looks at it's like, what is this? And so it starts fighting it, you know, and you have to take heavy doses of medications and antibiotic. All of that, you know, takes a huge toll on you. I lost a lot of weight. Uh, not that I am complaining about that, but what I'm saying is your energy level drops, your strength uh, weakens. And, and, you know, I all, all I can do is I can reflect back on what the Apostle Paul says when he reflected on that thorn on the flesh. And uh, the answer was, after pleading with the Lord for three times, my grace is sufficient for you. And I praise God, his grace was sufficient because in my weakness, his strength uh, was complete, was evidence. And it helped me realize that I can I can't do anything uh, on my own. Uh, the Lord told us, uh, without me, you can do nothing. And uh, I can do all things in Christ Jesus. So praise God for that as a reminder for us that this is, um, uh, you know, who we are aside from him. And I truly, uh, um, I, I believe that I came to the conclusion that this is a thorn in my flesh and the Lord wants me just to focus on ministry. And... Uh, uh, you know, just let him do his things. And at the end of the day, uh, when we are in glory, we will have this glorified body that we don't have to worry or deal with these kind of issues. Another sad and a really, really painful thing that happened in October was the death of my nephew. And a uh, young man just got engaged and um, in his 30s went to sleep and never woke up. And uh, it's just an absolutely painful, painful thing. Every time I think of it, I think of uh, his mother, which my sister, I think of the family, I think of his, you know, um, uh, fiance, that would have been his wife now. And, um, and you ask the Lord and say, Lord, I mean, why? Why would things like this happen? And obviously the Lord doesn't owe me any answer. I mean, I, I went back and start reflecting on the story of Job because that's what Job was doing, was asking questions and the Lord never answered. And then the Lord started to ask him questions that Job could not answer. And then I love what it says in chapter 42, verse 10, that the Lord not only restored everything Job lost, but doubled what he has lost. So my prayer for my sister to know the Lord, she does not. 
Uh, it's painful for me because my nephew didn't know the Lord. But it's it's just a, a reminder how important it is for us to share the gospel. And um, obviously, you cannot force them to accept the Lord. Uh, I mean, there was separation for a long time. They rejected me because of my faith. But all that to say is that um, please pray for my family. Pray that this experience will bring him closer to the Lord. Pray that they will be surrounded by godly men and women that will share the gospel with them and so on and so forth. So that's the personal level. In a ministry level, uh, it's been an amazing year. Uh, I mean, it's almost every year that you hear that that year is going to be difficult and that year is going to be a problem and economically speaking, all that kind of stuff. The Lord shows up in a mighty way and uh, it's amazing. We were able to accomplish uh, in 2022 that we weren't able to accomplish in years before. So, for instance, in terms of the video production, we have produced a number of amazing videos. Uh, one uh, series was with David Wood uh, way early in the year in 2022 that dealt with Muhammad, his character, and uh, uh, the, the fact that uh, uh, he actually was not a holy prophet, as I used to think, as many uh, of our Muslim friends think, and uh, as he allegedly was described in the book of Islam, the Quran, that he is an example for mercy, when in fact all of his actions did not represent something like that. Then another uh, series that uh, focused on has to do with, uh, um, you know, historical criticism of Islam and also uh, stories um, that are related to uh, stories that are related to the history of Islam that come from outside sources, meaning outside of the traditional Islamic narrative. So you hear stories about Muhammad, for instance, that he prohibited uh, art and he forbade people from building statues and things like that. In fact, recently, if you, you've been following the news in, Minne uh, in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a teacher was fired for daring to show a piece of art that depicted the prophet of Islam. But when you look at some of the outside, uh, basically, sources, meaning people around the 8th century, 9th century that visited Islamic places, they were writing about their experiences. There were evidence that there were statues of Muhammad, evidence that there were pieces of art in uh, palaces and inside mosques and things like that. And even some hadith support the idea that Muhammad himself had that in his own uh, home. So all that to say is that it shows that there is a motive to clean up some of these um, traditions to make it appear as if, as if there is one narrative only that prohibits things like this, but on the same, uh, on the same hand, uh, or on the other hand, there are outside sources that contradict what Islam teaches concerning that. So I like to put the spotlight on that. So I worked with Brother Mill and we did a lot of shows on this. In fact, tomorrow, uh, I would say today, as you're listening to this, um, in a couple of hours from now, I will be doing a live stream with Mill. It's tomorrow for him. I mean, that's why I'm saying this. We will be uh, doing a live stream for Mel, uh, with Mel, and we're going to talk about this art issue and the image of Muhammad 
to kind of like um, put the spotlight again on this incident that took place in Minneapolis, Minnesota, at a small college where the professor was fired for this. What a real shame, really, uh, that um, you cannot really uh, be subjective uh, and you cannot actually um, uh, show things that will be of benefit to the students because the professor was showing images of other also religious figures, but only when it came to Muhammad Daru's complaint, even though the professor gave advance notice in the syllabus, gave advance notice before they began the semester, gave advance notice during the semester, advance notice before that particular class, advance notice when uh, the, the image showed up that if anyone is uncomfortable to let him know, and yet nobody said anything, they set him up or set her up, uh, I think it's uh, she's a female. And then after uh, the class, there was complaints. And obviously, uh, you know, the college uh, who believes in political correctness began to suck up to everybody and uh, they start to issue apology uh, notes for nothing. Anyway, then, of course, uh, uh, Sam Shamoon and I recorded a, a number of shows concerning the the deity of Christ in the Quran, believe it or not. And it's called the seven characteristics of Jesus, how the Quran basically proves the divinity of Christ. Now, if some of you right now are listening to this and saying, OK, but, you know, Al Fadi, I mean, where can we go and watch it? Excellent question. You need to go to our YouTube channel, Sira International. That's C as in Charlie, C-I-R-A International. That's our YouTube channel. Subscribe to it, please, uh, so that you and, and uh, hit the bell. Uh, button basically to begin to receive notifications every time we upload a video. Also, you can uh, go to our Facebook page. Uh, sometimes we also stream these things through our Facebook page. For instance, I have my own personal page on Facebook, which is Alfadi, one word, A-L-F-A-D-I dot Sira, C as in Charlie, I-R-A, Alfadi dot Sira. I have also a ministry page called Sira International, and I have another ministry page called The Al-Fadi, The, the definite article, uh, T-H-E-A-L-F-A-D-I. And then uh, we also have a debate group called Sira Debate Group. That's a group page where we allow people to interact. We have moderators, a lot of them, to be honest, because you have to clean up the mess every time. Uh, there is a debate in there. So you can go and watch all of these things, whether videos or uh, our interactions. But uh, primarily, uh, our YouTube channel, Sira International, is the one, the hub that will have all of this. And uh, praise the Lord also, our number of views by the end of 22, uh, 2022 has exceeded 13 million. That's a, a no small number, by the way. It's almost like um, uh, 13 million people have watched our videos. I mean, that's that's what it means. And that's a lot of views. And uh, that means that we are reaching uh, areas that we haven't reached before. A lot of young generation, by the way, between the ages of 18 and 34 are our primary audience, not to mention that they, we have a lot of male uh, in other uh, age groups and female also. We receive emails a lot from people yesterday from Pakistan, someone saying that he is because of the work we do and others like it. Uh, many young Pakistanis are becoming secret believers or at least secret atheists. They're leaving Islam. Why secret? Because they don't want to get persecuted publicly, and I don't blame them for that. Many 
uh, a young generation in Saudi are leaving Islam. We know that firsthand. We have a lot of believers that were discipling in Saudi and so on and so forth. So, so these videos that you've been contributing to are making a difference. In fact, we launched also our Arabic YouTube channel uh, under a different name. It's uh, in Arabic. It, uh, it's under the name Brother Al-Fadi, but in Arabic, of course, you have to find it. But we will make sure we have buttons for it on our website. We're working towards that for people to access it. And we noticed that we do a follow-up theme. And for every video we publish, we at least receive one confession of faith from a former Muslim. So we typically try to publish about 50 to 60 videos a year. We published around that number in 2022, and we have 61 confessions already. Praise God. So thank you so much for uh, contributing to that because you are really helping us and you yourself partnered with us to reach places that cannot be reached in person. So thank you for doing that. Other video series that we've done is the usual with David Smith. I'm sorry, uh, David, uh, I'm mixing David Wood and Jay. With Jay Smith, I should say, uh, I hope Jay doesn't listen to this. He'll be mad at me uh, for uh, butchering his name. No, he'll, he'll be fine. He'll be gracious. Um, uh, with Jay Smith, uh, which is also the historical criticism of Islam, talking about whether Mecca ever existed before the 8th century, whether the Kaaba uh, was actually the primary uh, shrine for Muslims. Uh, what is the relationship with Petra and Jerusalem? There is a Jerusalem theory, and uh, uh, there is also the Petra theory that Islam originated from over there and then made its way down to Mecca. And now what we have is what we call the traditional narrative. And uh, so many other things. I've also done short uh, video series with uh, Brother Rob Christian and uh, very powerful ones. Others with Adam Seeker, also powerful theological series with uh, Brother Anthony uh, Rogers uh, concerning the Sonship of Christ. And uh, we also launched our uh, uh, online uh, conference for the third year in October. So praise the Lord. That's the third year that we've been doing it in October. It's been a success. And we are going to be doing our fourth one if we live in October of 2023. Uh, in fact, this radio station played a major role in advertising for it, and uh, it broadened our reach, and we received uh, extra uh, registrants through that. Uh, in other words, we want more people to register so that more people are aware of the videos that we do, the lectures, the speakers, the topics, and so on and so forth. The uh, conference <clears throat> covers three tracks. And this year it covered, uh, I'm sorry, in 2022, it, we added a fourth track. Uh, one track is about uh, just outreach to Muslims for Christ, that whether the refugees, student immigrants, uh, overseas, statewide, uh, stateside, either way. And then we have one uh, on apologetics, the usual one to defend the faith. And we have also one uh, uh, on uh, end times and uh, uh, instilling the sense of urgency for the church, especially uh, in the Middle East and also the church and its work in the Middle East to reach the lost, reach of Muslims um, in anticipation of the coming of Christ. We don't give, uh, you know, we don't focus on when Christ is coming back. We know he's coming back, but we want to give a sense of urgency from the scripture, the heart of show the heart of God for the Middle East and for the lost in there and instill on the church and, uh, you know, basically exhort the church to go and to uh, hasten uh, uh, the sharing of the gospel. The Lord says that uh, the end will not come until this gospel of the kingdom has been preached as a testimony 
to all people, then the end will come. And we want to we want to be doing all of that. And uh, we added a fourth track, which is reaching women for Christ, specifically refugee women from Afghanistan and other areas. So thank you again for all of your work. I encourage you to consider to be a supporter of our ministry uh, through PayPal uh, at uh, basically paypal.me forward slash alfadi sira. Uh, all uh, we, the buttons uh, for that are available on our YouTube channel, Sira International. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Become a Patreon patron supporter through patreon.com forward slash Sira International. Or reach out to me through our website, www.sirainternational.com. And I will give you additional information if you want to become a supporting partner this year. This year is going to be a tough, tough year. We covet your prayers and your participation also with us in a variety of ways and especially in supporting us. Thank you so much. God bless you all. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here. Here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. Salemnow.com.